Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to consider what happens when you discover that your dream job isn't the right job for you. Mm-hmm. We'll start with a question from someone who's realizing that her former dream job is no longer a fit. During the second part of our podcast, we'll discuss what a manager can do if they realize that one of their staff is in the wrong job. Yeah, this is a great topic, and I know it can be very disorienting when the job you thought you wanted becomes a job you want to leave. Mm-hmm. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Logan, what's our question? I am 25 years old and have been working at a very prestigious company for three years. I got the job right out of college, and it was my dream job. Three years in, and it's clear that I don't like the work environment. It's competitive and ruthless. I don't like the demands on my time, and I don't want to be doing this kind of work. My friends keep telling me that I'm stressed out and unhappy all of the time. I know I have to leave, but it's scary. I don't know what's next, and I've gotten used to the status of working at this place. What should I do? Well, good thing you realized it so early in your career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's unusual at 25 to start a job that looks like it's going to be the greatest thing and then realize at 25 that mm, mm-hmm. that's not it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you need to do a little career counseling first. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think you need to either work with someone who maybe can help you with your career, take a couple of tests. Mm-hmm. But I think you should... Um, Put some work into it. Yes, right. I agree. I mean, I think the thing that's interesting is the the dream job you have at 20 or 21, you don't know yourself well enough to know if that's actually going to fit you that's in right. your later years. So I'm with you, Kathy. Things like an instruments that we've used, the strong interest inventory can be very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, even taking, we have our book, Working With You Is Killing Me. We have that last chapter, which mm-hmm. is free. Mm-hmm. You can download, mm-hmm. which is about assessing the best Work culture, the best work environment for you would mm-hmm. be a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. You can get that at um, working with you. Uh, no, I'm sorry, at ksquaredenterprises.com. Yes, okay. yes. And uh, also we've referred people to a situation where you can get your actual talents assessed, mm-hmm. right, with Johnson O'Connor, which mm-hmm. if you really want to figure out what your greatest talents, your raw talents are, that's a good place to start as it's well. It's really mm-hmm. terrific. It's expensive because yeah. it's a two and a half day testing thing, but um, it's really worth it. Yeah, it really shows you what you can't know on your own, which is what are your natural talents. It's very mm-hmm. hard to see oneself mm-hmm. and one's own capabilities, especially in your early 20s. Mm-hmm. But I think it's terrific that they realize that that this was not for them. They probably had yes. it out of their system. Yes. Mm-hmm. And 25 is not too too old to make that determination. And listen, I've seen people change their careers at many different points of their life cycle. So, you know, it can always be done, but I think you're in a really good place. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing it this this early is, is commendable. Right. Mm -hmm. And see it as your evolution, really developmentally, 
the picture you had is changing, mm-hmm. the picture you had of yourself and of what you really want. And I think it's interesting when someone says dream job, like I think, okay, well, if you're mm-hmm. just coming out of school, whose dream job is it? Is it your parents? That's is right. it the institution where you studied? Mm-hmm. Is it your friends? Is it the culture that you're in? You know, whose dream job is it really? Mm-hmm. And the opportunity as we get older is to really define what matters to us and mm-hmm. where we want to be and what we want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that you're always reassessing, you know, because even though mm-hmm. you may find your your perfect career, it may shift as your life shifts. You know, yeah. you may have wanted to be, I don't know, you may have wanted to be a writer for travel, and then mm-hmm. you have a child, and you realize, no, mm-hmm. I don't really want to travel right now. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, life changes, so mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you can't write about something local. So you mm. you're always checking in. Mm-hmm. with yourself yeah. to make sure that you're in the right workplace. Yes. If, in fact, that's what's happening here. but And it, sh- right. it sounds like it is. Yes. Yeah, so, I, I like that. Anything else on this? Well, I think the big thing is to give yourself time and permission that it can, like this person is saying, it's scary to realize, oh my gosh, the thing I thought I was going to shoot for for the rest of my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is not it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, when you do come to that realization to realize like you also should, you need support, you need help, you Mm -hmm. need people around you who are going to encourage you to explore and find out what really does Mm -hmm. suit you. Uh Yeah. So look for support. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the primary things. And you're not alone. There's a lot of people going through this, right. especially right now. That's Uh right. Don't, the other thing I will say is do not feel like a failure or maybe you feel like a failure, but. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It might feel that way, but that's not it. That's not what's happening. Right. You're just realizing who you are. That's Mm -hmm. right. And you're outgrowing the former picture of who you thought you were going to be. And there there may have been something that led you to that job. And Mm -hmm. then you realize, well, no, that's not accurate anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That I no longer have to do that. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. the other thing also is there's the company, the package, the picture, Mm -hmm. and then there's the reality Mm -hmm. of the company, right? Mm -hmm. right? And which is competitive and ruthless. (laughs) Sounds terrible according to this person. (laughs) Right. And that takes a while to uncover. And I think we can get very caught in up and winning, right? If I got my Mm -hmm. ideal job, I'd be like, let me just prove to you how great I am and let me win at this. Right. And then you may realize like, ugh, I don't, what am I winning at? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's time to definitely get some support Mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's look at it from a manager's perspective. What do you do if you realize that one of your staff members is in the wrong job? Mm. And I think that, you know, it's easy to, um, you know, see that and think, oh, I hope they just quit. Or mm. you can actually put a little work into it yeah. and yeah. say, you know, I know that there's some jobs over here that mm-hmm. might be more interesting to you or send them some articles because you want to help manage them out, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and get the people in that really want this as their career. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that's interesting about that kind of situation, Kathy, though, also I think is that the first way that it may show up is that the employee seems unhappy. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they may not even be aware of mm-hmm. why they're unhappy. <laughs> right. So, and I know you've often talked about with staff development, part of what you want to be doing is checking in to see what are your goals. Are mm-hmm. we still, you know, is this position still sending you on the track that you want to be going on? 
like just being curious. And I think even noticing if you say to someone, I've noticed that you seem a little less interested or a little preoccupied. Is there something going on that you can, you may help them discover that it's not the right job. Right. That's right. And, you know, I think, you know, the difference between the employees that are really happy and doing really well. And yeah. when you see one, I mean, you sometimes have to look, maybe there's something going on in their personal lives that, right. you know, maybe that's the thing. But I think as a manager who loves what they do, you can usually see when somebody's not invested Yes, and they probably should move on. Yeah. So I think that that does fall under the job description of a manager, <laughs> although so many people wouldn't, won't take it on. Yeah. Right. They'll just punish them or they'll write a really bad review Uh and, Mm. you know, try to get them to do it better rather than really taking the time to think it through. Have you seen managers work with uh, an employee who is the wrong fit to help them figure out what the next step is? No. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen people hire me to do that. Yes. Uh Um, In fact, I just said it to a CEO the other day, and I said, you know, many times people hire me to come in and manage people out Uh because Mm -hmm. they don't, you know, they don't know how to fire. They don't know how to manage somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a problem. Mm -hmm. So, no, I don't see this very often, but it's Mm. my recommendation. (laughs) Yes. A skill that's lacking. I think it's, I don't know that managers have the time to really think it through, but I think if they did, which really would be an evening, they, (laughs) you know, they really could see, wow, this person really should be doing something else. Right. Well, that's a good point. And maybe in some ways, I mean, you could have the official conversation and then you could have a casual conversation with the person, perhaps go to an outdoor cafe or something and just mm-hmm. find out more about what else they might be interested in just to help them again kind mm-hmm. of point themselves in the right direction yeah right. if you could let them know look i'm not giving up on you this is mm-hmm. the job you have right now mm-hmm. but you need to figure out what your next step is right um you know you never know what's going to come out of that you mm-hmm. don't i also think it's interesting if sometimes you can have someone who starts out as a star and then it turns, something mm. happens, and it may be that they've outgrown the position. It may be that, some, as you say, something in their personal life has changed, mm-hmm. or it may be that they realize they want something different than what they're in. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think those changing scenarios are particularly challenging. Right. But I think everyone who reaches the level of manager really needs to understand that people change and Mm -hmm. that their desires change. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at a lot of that right now where people are just quitting their jobs and living off of their savings while they figure out what their next step is. Yeah. That, you know, people really want their work to matter. They Mm -hmm. want to like what they're doing. They, so, you know, why not help your employees understand that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So um, it may not fit with the corporate goals, but <laughs> it'll make you a, a, a great manager. Right. right. So we're asking really to go beyond the topical parts of your job and perhaps help someone or just look, be willing to have the tougher conversation, right, is mm-hmm. the idea to just notice and then possibly point to resources if a person is not in the right job. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you owe it to them mm-hmm. to do that rather than have a really awful ending. Mm-hmm. Why not have a creative one? Yeah. yeah. So I know that that's uncomfortable, but it really works. Um, yeah. 
So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at askk2, that's A-S-K-K-2, and also follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. If you want to receive our weekly podcast email, text us at 228-28 and type in MyCrazyOffice. That's all one word, MyCrazyOffice at 228-28. And finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.